to get some commentary. Right. And uh, so by about 10 o'clock that day, I was in the bottle. <laughs> That's AM. AM, yes. <laughs> okay. Frank comes back. He goes, hey, oh, God. I go, yeah, it's that kind of day. Want to join me? He's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm like, you sure? Because I don't see it getting any better. <laughs> okay. And on that note, um, <laughs> this is episode one of Slurp Cat, Slurp Toast, a podcast. I'm Bruce. That's Steve. Oh, that's right. We're not, we're audio only, so if I toast the camera, it doesn't mean anything. Actually, I'm rolling the video too, so have your vitamins. We'll figure oh. out if I'm going to stream it later. Good. Uh, let's make sure we say it's an undisclosed location. <laughs> Um, so what Woo. this, what this is, is a podcast. Cause yeah, I think it's been federally mandated that everybody has to have one now. And, you know, kind of like, you know, Mary and Joseph going back to Bethlehem, it's our turn. So, it's our turn. <laughs> so, um, Steve and I have known each other for a long, long time. Yeah, and don't, don't say our ages. So nobody knows how old we are. <laughs> yeah. Cause nobody that we're going to put this out to is going to listen and know how old we are. Um, but <laughs> We decided a few years ago we wanted to do one of these because we enjoy our phone calls with each other and decided we should probably record them for posterity. So you're welcome, posterity. Um, <laughs> and I, Do you remember when we decided we wanted to do this exactly? Yeah, like three years ago. Yeah, but do you remember the exact day? Because I do. Oh, you do? I do. I don't. It was inauguration day. And I, was, oh, I, and I was working on link frogging for our website, gonzogeek.com. Shameless plug. Shameless and I, plug. And I called you to ask you if it was in bad taste to use the new first lady as the Friday cheesecake because pictures were available. <laughs> <laughs> which then degenerated into a conversation, at once, which at one point I was doing President Trump as Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Cause I was, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> Make America great again. Oh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's when we decided that the recording should take place. We went through a couple of uh, – we're, we're big on planning, maybe more on planning than doing. And yeah. <laughs> execution. <laughs> <laughs> we're great at planning eh, on execution, but uh, yeah. we went through a couple of name iterations before we landed on Slurp Toast. And before you ask, whoever you are, We'll explain Slurp Toast at a later time. It's just a long-running joke that we appreciate. And it, and, and it, and it doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> Not even close. Um, <laughs> but that's for another day. And uh, But a lot of the social pieces of Slurp Toast surprisingly were available. So we decided inside <laughs> jokes are best and we can get those names. So, so there you are. So that's what we are. And so, and here we are. Um, I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. I've been doing a lot of reading during all the quarantine. Not that I don't normally, but I discovered that my local library has a program where you can like download graphic novels for free instead of having to go in and pick them up, which is awesome. And I discovered one. I was, have you heard of Moonshine? Yes, actually. Have you read Moonshine? I, I do. I have both, uh, both, uh, both collections. There's three now. Cause I read, oh, the, thir- I read the third one yesterday. 
I was just hoping you had read it because it's very much like 100 Bullets. It starts out as one thing and it's a whole different thing now. So are there 12 werewolves now? <laughs> one of them's named Wano. It's a little repetitive, but I'm digging it. No. <laughs> so so uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Moonshine is, is uh, by the creative team that did 100 Bullets. Ryan Azzarello. Did I say his name right? I think so. All right, close enough. And I cannot, who's the artist? Uh, Rizzo. Oh, yeah, Eduardo Rizzo. Eduardo right? Rizzo. Yes. Who I think only works with Brian Azzarello. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think I've ever seen his artwork anywhere else. He's done his 100 Bullets. He's done his Batmans, his Jokers, and Dive, Moonshine. Moonshine. And I go, so, okay, so Moonshine, it appears to be a Prohibition-era crime comic to begin with. And the title, would, if you've not seen it, would lend you to think that's the case. But the twist, there's werewolves in the hills, boys. <laughs> yeah, that was the part that kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, see that, I didn't see that coming, much like Croatoa in uh, 100 Bullets. Uh, I didn't expect the werewolves. No, because like when I, 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 um, I was looking for a, a, a trade paper book called Motori- Motorcycle Samurai, Okay. And M's. So it was right there. And I was like, oh, Azarello and Rizzo. So I kind of opened it up, flip it through. I saw the, the basically all the references to prohibition and running liquor and, you know, that stuff. And so I figured it was going to be like a gangster story set in the 20s. Apparently, I didn't flip far enough through the book to get to the werewolves. <laughs> Spoiler alert now. Spoiler by alert. Way. Yeah. <laughs> They don't show up till way later. Uh, so yeah, and, and the first, you know, first all the epi- issues of setup basically build up like a prohibition gangster style noir sort of a thing. So yeah, you're like, oh cool, it'd be a hundred bullets, but without the briefcases. This will be kind of fun. But with booze. But with booze, and then you're like, oh, now they're in the the swamp or the woods or you know the hills or whatever, and then werewolves, and you're like the book is over and you're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Right. Now, if I remember correctly, it's, it's in the, the moonshiners are in West Virginia. Is that right? Or am I just wishing that's the case? But yeah, you're more you familiar know. with West Virginia. <laughs> that was where I was going. Thanks for leading me in there. Yeah. I was going to say when we got to that part, I'm like, well, if this is West Virginia. That totally makes sense. Cause I've spent way too much time there. So if you're listening to West Virginia, I'm sorry. Not sorry. Um, no, really. <laughs> well, have you been uh, reading anything exciting during the quarantine days? I just started the um, the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Oh, I saw that on maybe on Amazon the other day when I was looking for something to read. Yeah, yeah, it was the movie on the Pastafarians. It kind of kind of uh, got me interested. Okay. Uh, long story short, this guy. Uh, <clears throat> I guess wherever he lived, they started doing the big debate where the school board was going to teach intelligent design as an alternative theory to creation. And so he said, you know, there's no basis in science for intelligent design. I might as well say it's whatever I want. Like, for example, it's a flying spaghetti monster. Uh, And as those things go, one thing led to another and he ended up getting some notoriety for asking the school board to teach his alternative theory of the flying spaghetti monster alongside intelligent design. 
And then they gave him a book deal. So he wrote the gospel of the flying spaghetti monster. And uh, that's where we are. Cool. I'm trying to expand my horizons and find a new religion. Well, you've always been into comparative religion. So that doesn't surprise me that you're taking that next step. But um, yeah, yeah. I try to remain open to it all, you know. You know, you never know. I remain open-minded, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're mixing Dr. Pepper and Herodura? Is that, am I seeing that right? Yes. Actually, yeah. That's basically so there's nothing on my breath when I go home. <laughs> so we can do this again at another time? I could do it all day long. <laughs> oh, I'm, at record, I'm at record if you go home oh, yeah, 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 from yeah. the recording smelling like you've been in a tequilaria. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Now, you don't actually mix them. You just drink one after the other. Sure. It's shots. I mean, it's I basic, think I basic it shots. That doesn't sound like a good idea. No, it's a bad idea. It's horribly gross. What uh, what what have you been watching? I'm just I've made some notes. I'm just kind of looking at my notes because I've been I know as a family we've been binging some stuff and I've been binging some stuff with the wife. You been into anything in particular? Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. I told you the other day that I've accidentally watched like all seven seasons of Forged in Fire. Oh, that's right. You did tell me that. <laughs> tell, tell our listener <laughs> S in parentheses. <laughs> So one night I'm playing around on Hulu and I'm looking for something to watch. And uh, I go, oh, Forged in Fire. I've seen the knife show. That's kind of fun. So I started playing it. And, you know, you watch it and then you kind of take a nap or you do other things. Or you respond to emails and you play it in the background. And and the way that the, the house is set up, it's, you know, I can play it on the TV. And I can play on the computer and all that stuff. Um but anyway, after, you know, two or three weeks of this, uh, they announced that, you know, we're watching their 100th episode. And it dawns on me at that point that I've watched 100 episodes of Forged in Fire, not by design, but by accident. So uh, do you now subliminally think you could cast and oh, kill oh, with a knife yeah, of your own yeah, design? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know anything about what they're doing. But yeah, when you... you you watch 130 episodes of it or whatever it is. You're sitting there, you're playing on the computer and some guy goes, oh, I've never welded with ball bearings. And you're just like, that's stupid. You just put those in your box. Actually, you coat the box with, you know, with, with white out. You throw that in there. You throw in some flux. You heat it up and then you forge well to beat it down, peel the box off. But don't do too much flux because then you're going to get cold shunts. And that means your steel's going to fail. And I'm sitting here saying this, this to myself out loud. And then the judge comes on and says the same thing. And I, I realized then that I could forge a knife. I, I, if, if, uh, if I had a forge, if I had steel. <laughs> I had so, so if things <laughs> in 2020 continue on the path they're on, you're set for survival skills now. Sure, absolutely. I'll, I can turn bed springs into a knife. I'm pretty sure. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna binge a bunch of prison shows, so I'm covered with any kind of shiv I might ever need. There you go. There you go. All right. Now another show I started watching is uh, Lodge Forty Nine. Okay, I've seen commercials for that one. I haven't watched it. Is it good? Uh, yeah, intonations are everywhere, man. I knew that. Someone much wiser than oh, I told me that, that once. That was almost a line from the show. They're like the connections, the invisible connections are everywhere. And I was like, "Inflations, holy shit!" <laughs> you got a guy. He's a surfer dude. He's 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 down on his luck. He's on a beach. He finds a ring. Goes to a pawn shop. Pawn shop guy says, "Oh yeah, the links. Uh, it's fake gold. It's not worth anything. But maybe you could turn it in at the lodge. 
and maybe they could do, maybe they'll give you a reward or something. And then that basically leads him to fall in to a fraternal order, kind of like the Masons, only they're alchemists. And then the show basically just kind of follows him along his little path and trying to put his life back together and everybody else put it there. It's actually very watchable, very, very entertaining. All right, well, I'm, I will give that one a, a shot once we get done with our current parallel binges we're doing. What are you doing? You forge well, your, your cake boss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use your knives to cut up cakes in the apocalypse. Um, no, uh, the wife and I started watching Shit's Creek, which we had missed in oh, its first that run. Great. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, David uh, Levy is amazing, as is his father. It's long, long overdue for Eugene to get some mainstream props, I think. Um, oh, so yeah. You can only ride so long in your semi maudlin laurels. And then, um, you know, I'm a big Breaking Bad guy. So I watched that with the boys. They're, you know, they're 17 now. So we did that. And then they wanted to watch Better Call Saul, which I have avoided because I was concerned. No, don't be. It's very good. I, I'm clearly, I've, I'm over my concern because we're three, we finished season three last night. I'm all in on Saul. Jimmy is, is a tragic comic character of epic proportions, and I'm digging every minute of that one. So yeah, yeah, that's that's what we've been binging, and uh, we watched Yellowstone during the summer because you know. That any good? Um, actually, it's better than you would think it would be. Um, Kevin Costner as Jock Ewing is not bad, and he sounds like he's gargling uh, batteries about half the. He, he talks like he's the Batman. I don't know why. Um, but that, yeah. that's gravitas. That's how you know it's real. Every time he talks to the kid that plays his grandson, he never calls him by name. He gives him the grandson and so oh, you know real? yeah oh yeah no that's how he talks to everybody but it's 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 clearly like mapped to dallas so you know i mean except <laughs> it's set in wyoming so but it's patriarch troubled children land wars instead of oil fights you know it's all it's, it's dallas and like we grew up on that so yeah it's entertaining plus you know oh. cowboys well, and I was going to say, I think I saw a promo image for the new season. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're blending in uh, biker gangs. So Yeah, I didn't, watch, that was, I didn't watch last week's episode, but apparently that's when it, the biker gang showed up. I haven't watched last week's episode, but the guy who's like the senior ranch hand, the, the, kind of the Steve Canale character, the adopted son, sort of the ranch hand who's like family. You know, oh, who's going to get screwed out of everything in the end? <laughs> he's, uh, he was one of the kids in uh, Dazed and Confused. But now he's like this badass, uh, you know, cowboy who runs the bunkhouse. So he's very entertaining. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. You know, Lodge 49. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, did you ever see the old episode of The Incredible Hulk where, where they tried to bring in The, the answer is yes. The answer okay. is yes. Just, yes. I saw them all. So, yes. Okay. The answer is okay. yes. All right. All right. So, you know, the guy, the guy who played Thor in that. Right. Who, like, ends up playing the dumb dad in all of these um, – Disney shows? Yes, he was the dad on Dog with a Blog. Don't ask me how I know that, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> he was either a he was either a henchman in an 80s movie because he showed up. We watched True Romance last week, and he's one of uh the cokehead producers bodyguards in the Mexican standoff or Dog with a Blog. So anyway, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Well, the, okay. He is one of the characters and he's he's channeling his inner Steve Austin. Um shaved Question? head mustache okay that, that answers my question i was going to ask which one but you answered it for me thank you no yeah he's <laughs> he's changing the bionic the bionic man What's every time he runs through a room exactly 
We're both running in slow motion in case we never stream this. He's making the noises and we're both running in Steve Austin slow motion because that's the bottom line. I'm just going to confuse the whole thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he showed up and you're like going, whoa, that guy? Oh my God, he's like a real and not some goofball stupid dad, you know? <laughs> or a terrorist. Like, you know, it's like my daughter watches uh, Kicking It on, on Disney. Okay. It's a, it's another one of those cheesy, uh, it's one of those cheesy Disney kitty sitcoms that they have and and cheesy, I should actually say for shitty, but you know, it goes either way. (laughs) It Um, depends on the demographic. I think it depends on the demographic. Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a shitty, uh, (laughs) the bad karate thing. And I think he's in it. I don't know. Uh, maybe not. It's, there's a couple of guys that plug and play yeah they're very much there's character actors and there's two or three of, the, of his look and, uh, yes and that's that's exactly what it is it's it's guys of his look uh kind of kevin meany sort of a look kind of a thing <laughs> but if kevin meany ever had a ponytail <laughs> kevin meany <laughs> we're, we're, we're long hair people <laughs> <laughs> I have something for you, and this is I'm I'm throwing you I'm throwing you either a, a grenade or a softball. It's going to depend uh-huh. on how it lands. Sweet and meaty, uh, hot and spicy, <laughs> big and good, hot and spicy, sweet and meaty, baby. <laughs> um, today is my dad's birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Big Dave. He's 85. Mm. What's the best piece of advice my father ever gave you? <laughs> uh, the interwebs want to know. If you see something you can't handle, turn it over. That's it. <laughs> That's the one. I told, my wife and I drove back to San Antonio to pick up some furniture this morning on the way back. I was making notes for this. I was like, I'm, oh, it's Dad's birthday. I'm throwing this softball to Steve. I, she was like, and so I told her, and she started just guffawing because, you know, we've been married a while. She knows my dad. And uh, <laughs> she got it. But, yeah, that was good advice for, what were we, 16? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your wife took it better than mine. She did not find that funny at all. <laughs> really? Well, not at all. Really? That's the kind of advice? You have a daughter. It's like, oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay. I guess that's okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Hey, tell the people what we've been working on this week. <laughs> and then plug money. away. We're trying to make money off the internet. That's what we're trying. <laughs> We've been trying to do that for a decade and we haven't seen a dime, but we've seen some cash intake this week. Nah, no, no. Actually, this one's been kind of fun. Um, basically, <laughs> you know, if we make money, man, we got to sell a shit ton of t-shirts. Yeah, that's uh, true. Well, <laughs> we've already sold more t-shirts than we did the first time we tried to sell t-shirts. We're getting close. <laughs> Thanks, Barrett. <laughs> no, the nice thing about, well, yeah, the last time we did it, you know, we actually had to print them ahead of time. But now we're doing the, the T public thing, which is great, which means that I could throw up uh, designs from now until doomsday. And um, it's not going to cost me a dime. Right. So it's, uh, if you go to T public, T public, Slurp Shop. Slurp Shop. <laughs> see, there's a theme developing here. <laughs> So our, the Slurp Shop has designs the shop. we've been collaborating on. 
left. Yep. That we uh, we're throwing them out there. Um, and uh, you know, yeah, it, it, I I hope people like them. I think they're funny. I do I mean, too. Our sense of humor is a little. I show some to some people like I don't get it. The thing is just saying fantastic. You're like, yeah, Fantastic Four. He looks kind of bored. It's kind of, yeah. It uh, made me sad. That one made me sad like he was depressed. I love that one. So what we're doing is taking old single comic panels with characters you may or may not recognize. So far, I think you would recognize all of them and putting new captions on them. Exactly. It's it's not rocket science, but it's amusing. (laughs) (laughs) At least to us. It is to us. Yeah, and uh, God, what was it? I was looking for something, and I, I came across the, um, it wasn't, it was Thwip. I was looking for, like, a reference for something, and I came across the, the one that we're doing of Thwip, which is, mm-hmm. like, um, the thing, again, sort of throwing devil horns type of thing. <laughs> minus and, a finger. Yeah, minus a finger, yeah. <laughs> so if you got, yeah, if you, if you got, or, yeah. Or he's got one big finger. Anyway. So, Anyway, yeah, if you do end up playing the video, I'm not throwing a shocker or, or anything. It's, Looks uh, like a bad bar chord. <laughs> this is the one that gets the bassist filleted. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, I found that and I thought it'd be funny. to. And I, I think the first one I did was Freebird and I thought, eh. That's cute. That's amusing, but it's only going to appeal to a demographic that's uh, slowly being phased out of society. <laughs> Kid Rock. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so then I ended up changing the the wording around a couple of times and and changed it to Thwip, and then started thinking about it. it's like, well, wait a minute. There's more images out here like this, and then I found the thing fantastic, and then you know a couple of others, and then I've uh, you've been throwing some our way as well. So it's been. Yeah. Uh, been no, fun we got like, I'm, what are you, like seven five. or eight on there now i think there's five up and then i've got five more ready to go up and, uh, my favorites are the ones where we where we uh, as you know they would be my favorites when we crisscross pop culture the silver surfer one you're putting up later may be my favorite one although the granny goodness goodness granny goodness of kirby's fourth world i i do like that one that one is fun but man, what a pain in the ass it was. <laughs> I'll find you, I'm finding you better images now. No, no, no. I, well, it, yeah, it's, you know, learn as you go. Like the, the, the Silver Surfer one, easy to work with. I mean, it, it literally took, you know, five minutes to get it up and going, get it, cher- uh, you know, fixed over. Uh, Granny Goodness has taken me like four days. <laughs> five different attempts oh god uh even to the point where i was going to punt on the image that we used and pull another one down um but the other one was even more obscure image of an obscure character but well then shit now that we have to explain who the character is to explain the joke uh (laughs) that's that's too much work that may be one step too many (laughs) so okay so the thing we wanted to talk about mainly this week, I think, was we were going to talk about Comic-Con at home. Because <laughs> if you don't know, this week would, would be uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which we were both scheduled to go with, and I was scheduled to take uh, my boys and my wife to for the first time. 
and then we got wiped out. So if you don't know, also, uh, the, the powers that be at Comic-Con International decided to do Comic-Con at Home, which is essentially streaming their panels. So, yes, they've done away with the lines. <laughs> but um, my new job is... With bad feedback and and, and... and tiny, tiny Zoom windows. When you get a, like a Hall H size group of people <laughs> in the Hall H Zoom room, they're going to be like... AOL avatar sized all over the screen. Uh, it, it's going to look at one of those, what shit, what do they call it? Where they put like, you know, they make a picture of Yoda with like oh, a yeah. thousand pictures of Yoda. Oh yeah. That's exactly what it's going to look like. <laughs> that's what Comic-Con is going to look like. You're right. Shit. That's what it's going to be. And I told you the other day, I'm like, my new job is work from home. I spend my, my desk for, is, for my setup for work is in my bedroom. So I'm spending approximately 18 hours a day in my bedroom right now. So sure, why wouldn't I want to log off from my work Zoom and jump right back on Zoom for another five or six hours of, you know, pixelated conversation? I, right. I don't get the appeal. I'm going to be honest. I don't, but, I don't, do you? Well, see, my thing is it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to say that I'm in the majority of people who said, oh shit, Comic-Con is canceled. Okay, fine. I'm going to cancel my vacation plans and I'll just work through it out and, you know, the whole nine yards. Right. Uh, hey, no, they're going to do that shit just as if they were having it live, which kind of, you know. Without the smells. and the, Which would be nice. And the cosplay, which is not so nice. Well, you can dress up yourself. It's not That's quite as true. fun. It's a, well, it's different when you're at home and you dress up, though. That's yeah. a whole different vibe. Um, <laughs> totally different set of costumes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, um, because, I mean, real, realistically, some guy shows up for the Hall H. I don't know why I'm picking on Hall H, probably because I've never it's been. And I, and it's, well, it's true. Um, shows up for the Hall H uh, panel in his bathrobe and a towel over his shoulder. Is he, is he Arthur Dent or did he just roll out of bed? Right. I mean, the only way to really check, no, you don't want to check because I've seen a lot of Arthur Dents at, at Comic-Cons and well, don't ask them what's under the robe because they'll be glad to show you. And it's like asking an Irishman what's under his kilt. I know, but it isn't 42. <laughs> it's not the answer you're looking for. It's more uh, like four and two. Hey! <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Goes okay, out to all the ladies. Yeah. Um, so, so you're a huge, you're a huge member of the Funko community. You're a Funko OG. How are they handling the loss of Comic-Con? I'm curious because you kind of know where I stand on, on the ubiquitousness of Funko at this point. Yeah. Ubiquity? Ubiquity? Ubiquity. I said the wrong word. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, where they are, they, they're doing, uh, they're doing virtual con, uh, so they, they still have all their exclusives. They're going to throw them online at a certain time. They're going to have a couple of unboxing events. Um, and then I think, you know, one of the big things that they do at Comic-Con is they have what they call fun days, mm -hmm. which is a big party for all the Funko collectors. It's a fantastic time. I'm usually really, really drunk before they even open the doors. Cause we, we drink in line cause we're cool like that. Um, but uh, so this year they're going to do like a live stream 
with the owner and they're going to do all these new releases. And again, they're doing it in the middle of the day, which because I'm going to be at work, um, I could kind of, I applaud them for trying. I just, uh, am not a fan, not yeah. a fan. And even the comic con at home, I think it's neat that they're trying, but so much of the comic con experience is being there. Yeah. Uh, fighting the crowds, waiting in the lines, you know, interacting with other fans while you're waiting for a panel to open up. Exactly. Or, you know, um, I think that's lo- That's the thing that I'm having a problem with. It's, it's just the experience is lost. Essentially, it's just going to be like four days of news reports. Correct. Correct. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that's, it's going to be Comic-Con TV for four days. I mean, and yes. So I don't know. God bless them. Thor bless them. Odin bless them. Nicholas Cage bless them. Whichever deity you pray to. I, I saw a picture in one of my feeds today from a few years ago of the guy that was walking around with the Nicholas Cage is your savior sandwich board. He stole the Declaration of Independence for your sons. Anyway, um, so that was, uh, I saw that this morning. It's fresh in my mind. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe next week we can talk about that, see where we're at on that. So um, I think we're running out of our allotted uh, time here on Zoom. I didn't realize we had a time limit. Uh, but, a time uh, limit? Yeah, I'll work around that for next time. Um, so you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, the, the Slurp Shop t-shirts. That's pretty much it. Tpublic.com. Oh, yeah, Tpublic, Slurp Shop. Search Slurp Shop on Tpublic.com. You'll find it. Um, I'll post links on the uh, Facebook and the Instagram feeds that I have set up. I believe oh, I yeah, One question, is, is the Gonzo Geek website back up or are we still um, limbo? We um, are within hours of being back up. Um, there was, um, so for, for some of you that don't know, uh, we are part of the collective uh, experience of gonzogeek.com, a website we have been running uh, for 10 years or so. Uh, we had some server issues and some other problems. We've been down for a little while, but uh, I think I've got them ironed out. I'm doing a little uh, domain name transfer. So if not today, maybe tomorrow or Tuesday, the site will be back up. So we'll have that back up and running, which is exciting for me. Uh, I still have some content issues. The server where it resided for the last decade crashed. I have a recovery file, but it's two different uh, DNS formats. And so not DNS feed, whatever. It's two different formats in the, uh, they're not necessarily compatible for porting over easily. So I'm trying to, I have the dump file. And I'm still working on getting the content for the last decade back up, but we will have an active website and we can start from there. So, so we can basically repost all of our old stuff and pretend it's new content. <laughs> if you can figure out a way to make it relevant, you go right ahead, my friend. That's cute that you have copies of yours. Mine was posted directly to the site. <laughs> Oh, see, because here's the deal. I could never, I could never figure out how to do the photo thing, mm-hmm. and I used to get so frustrated. I, I would, I would write it, and then I would post it, then I would try and do the photos. Inevitably, the photo would be too large. It would time out. It would do all this other stuff. Yeah. So I, I learned early on, you know, keep copies. Well, we are going to be running on uh, back on WordPress, but it's going to be a paid WordPress. And this is. You know, just bear with us. We're almost done. Uh, <laughs> we're back on WordPress. So it's a format you're familiar with and it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be fine. So um, let's see. Uh, we've got the Facebook page is Slurp Toast. Like us there. Follow us there. There's an Instagram. I think it's Slurp Toast Podcast. I'll have all the social sorted out next week. But uh, yeah, so 
I think that's the end of episode one. How do you feel about what we did here today? Uh, haphazard. That seems about right. I have, I have I'm, trying, I'm trying to fan myself off camera. Just do it on camera. It's fine. My fan's okay. running behind me. It's, you're good. Um, here's something I want you to think about for the next show. Um, I, I didn't want to drop this one on you after my, the, the big Dave, you know, grenade. Um, remember that song, If I Had a Rocket Launcher? No. Okay. You introduced me to it back in the day. I did? You did. You were ahead of me on the curve. Jesus, uh, fucking stroke. I've lost so much. <laughs> well, spend some time this week. Find the song. It's by Bruce Cockburn. Um, and uh, listen to it. And I think uh, it will – I want to do a segment next week called If I Had a Rocket Launcher. <laughs> listen to the song. You'll know what I'm going for. And we'll talk about that next week. But uh, <laughs> Like get on there and just go off on shit. There you go. <laughs> Oh, hey, okay. yeah. here, we'll start. If I had a rocket launcher. Go for it. I think I would actually take it to a lot of my fellow Funko collectors. Oh, Ooh. oh, he's, th he's spilling the tea, kids. Yeah, I'm spilling the tea. No, because here's the deal. So Funko, they're doing the Funko at home. And of course, the biggest concern isn't for like, you know, the one quarter of the staff that got laid off during the hiatus. It's when am I going to get my exclusive toys? When are they going to release? How do I get them? What sticker do I get? Like, fuck you on the sticker, dude. It's just a sticker. Who the hell cares? The thing inside the box is exactly the same. But Funko is also doing a charity auction and all the proceeds they've selected the NAACP. Nice. Uh, so, of course, that naturally means half the internet is just ready to burn them to the ground. You know, I can't believe it. All charities matter. Oh, fuck you. You know, you, you dickhead. You just dickhead. See, uh, I knew I just needed to hand you that rocket launcher. <laughs> okay. So, 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 yeah. So, you've got these people and they're just like, they're angry. I can't, well, I'm not going to buy it now. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, wait, you know, you're going to pass on the sticker because you don't like the charity. God, I hope there's a lot of you out there because <laughs> that I'm going to win all the auctions. Because as long as it's not Nambla, I don't care. All right. And if you don't know what Nambla is, look it up and understand why it could possibly be like the worst organization ever. You know what it is. I do. And I saw somewhere earlier this week that they were rebranding themselves. And that's a whole other conversation. How the fuck do you re <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for next week. It doesn't matter that's how you do it. It's never going to make you right. <laughs> that's, that's next week's launcher, buddy. <laughs> we'll take care of that then. All right. So oh, anyway, no, 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 no. So they put these auctions up, right? And these are things that should sell for 200 or 300 Wait, wait, hold on. A sticker? You're selling stickers for the like 100 at a pop? No, no, no. People get all worked up if it has a convention sticker. Oh, okay. All right. I'm with you. The, the shit the Funko collectors like, you know, the little yeah, yeah, yeah. rabbit holes they, they go climb down. Amazing. It's just astounding. Anyway, 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 anyway. Because I guess maybe we're close to time. Auctions are up. And these things are going for tens of thousands of dollars. What? This is stuff that if you were to buy it normal channel, somebody throws it on eBay, you're going to pay $500, $600, maybe $1,000. There are prices that are two grand, five grand, ten grand. They're selling a one-day pass to Comic-Con next year with VIP booth access next year. It's going for like $2,000, $2,500.
okay? A day pass is what? 60 bucks, 80 bucks, 100 bucks, depending on the Tops, day? Tops, yeah. Tops. You get into the booth, first go, and then you can buy like everything in the booth. All I can say is that maybe it is because it is for charity that people are willing to spend this kind of money. Let's hope. Yeah, good luck trying to resell it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, the market is what it is. So. <laughs> How much did you pay for it? Well, I paid 10 grand, but I'm going to let it go to you for like 500 bucks. <laughs> but it's a tax deduction. But it's a tax deduction, and I'm a smart collector. Want to buy some sneakers? <laughs> On that note, and since you're about to melt there. Yeah, my God, it's hot in here. <laughs> is it, don't you wish you knew someone who had access to the thermostat? Uh, you know what? I do, but I, I don't know how to turn it on. They haven't trained me on the program. <laughs> It seems a little selfish to call my assistant and say, hey, Frank, could you turn the air conditioning on for our offices? Because uh, I'm melting in here. All right. Well, so we're going to wrap this up so you don't melt. Um, I can see your bill there that you're fanning yourself with. Yep. <laughs> you go. All right. So that's episode one of Slurp Tell. Slurp. I can't say it. Why can't I say it? I want to say Slurp. Blah, blah, blah. Let's try that again. Take two. So that's episode one of the Slurp Toast podcast. Um, Steve's finishing off his vitamins, and we're going to wrap this up. And uh, hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again later. Ciao, kids. Bye. Or wait. Bye. There you go.